Welcome to the Build Your Base podcast, episode number 25. I am the host of the show, Jack Thomas, and today we've got a new format for you. It's the first time we are doing a questions and answers session, and we have taken some of the questions that members have asked us recently in the gym, and we thought this would be a great platform, a great place to answer these questions and hopefully help you guys out as well. Now, if you have any questions that you would like answered, on the podcast, you can send those through to team at basebangkok.com or follow us on Instagram, basebangkok. Just send us a DM with your question and we will answer it on a future episode of the Build Your Base podcast. Now, if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, do so by hitting the subscribe button on Apple, Spotify podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, and you will get a notification every other week when we release an episode. And if you haven't left a five-star review, please do so. We love hearing your feedback, reading your reviews, and it helps to push this podcast out to more people. The goal of this podcast is to build your strongest Bangkok life. We want to help as many people as we can in this city. So please do leave us a review. It helps out greatly. Okay, so on to the questions. And let's just go through them quickly before we answer them one by one. Question one, should I do the keto diet? Question two, what is HIIT training? Question three, how often should I train per week? And question four, which are the best parks in Bangkok to go running in? Now let's hit these questions one by one. Question number one, should I do the ketogenic diet? Now, first place to start, I think, would be what is the ketogenic diet? So it's basically a very low carbohydrate diet. You're advised to take under 50 grams of carbs a day, which is actually extremely difficult to do. And that shifts your body's primary energy source from carbohydrates to fat. It's very popular right now, this diet. It's being talked about a lot in the media, on the internet, on various Instagram pages. Should you do it? The short answer is probably no. Now, keto diet is very hard to really properly follow. Typically, it isn't really sustainable for most people. And for your regular Joe or Jane on the street, it doesn't really promote a sustainable and healthy approach to nutrition. You have these keto products now like keto bread, keto pasta. Typically, it doesn't really taste very good. You don't need to do the keto diet to be healthy. And many people who think they're ketogenic are not actually in a ketogenic state. There's not many foods that you can really eat. And so that alone will often cause people to lose weight. But when you go back to a normal way of eating, you're very likely to put on the weight. It's not really something that most people can do long term. So in summary, you don't need the keto diet to be at a healthy weight to lose weight even. But if you want to give it a go, if it really does work for you, knock yourself out, give it a try. But but do not think that keto is a magical approach that's going to answer all your weight loss prayers. Now, I would recommend going back to episode 19 of the Build Your Base podcast. We talk through seven common diet mistakes. We do actually go into this in more detail. I'd highly recommend going and listening back to that episode. Question number two, what is HIIT training? Now at base, our concept combines HIIT training with strength training. So what is HIIT? It stands for high intensity interval training. Now what that basically means is you have these intervals where you go at a high intensity. So typically something around 80 to 95% of your max. And then you have a recovery period, a low intensity interval where you would go at a slower pace or you would stop completely to allow yourself to recover 
recover and then hit another short, fast interval. As with many buzzwords in fitness, it's kind of been used in many of the wrong places. It becomes this all-encompassing term where pretty much everything is referred to as HIT. Now, normal circuit training typically would not be high-intensity interval training. You actually need to have enough rest time so that you can go hard in those shorter intervals. So, for example, at base, we do use high-intensity interval training as it was designed to be used because we have long rest times within our bike sets, our run sets and our row sets where it allows these short sharp intense bursts so let me give you an example of a row hit set that we use at base so one of our sets that we cycle through every 15 days is 20 seconds on 40 seconds rest on the rower now because it's a one to two ratio of work to rest time that really allows you enough time to recover so you can go around 90 to 95% during that 20 second row set. And the 40 seconds rest means you can hit the next set hard. HIIT training has been shown to have a good impact on your cardiovascular fitness. At base, we do recommend mixing up high intensity interval training with low intensity steady state. That would mean going for a long walk or a swim, something like that. And we also very much promote it base, just get moving more. Try not to sit down too much, try and get your body moving, try and be more active. And if you can mix up these different approaches, we believe that is a good, strong, healthy approach. So is HIIT a magic bullet for losing weight no it isn't it is a tool in the box it's a fun way to train you can get good results from a relatively small amount of time with hit as well it's important not to overdo it you don't want to be doing super high intensity interval training every single day you need to give time for your body to recover and you shouldn't always be going out and out 100% so in summary hit stands for high intensity interval training short bursts of high intensity work followed by rest and recovery Next question, how often should I train per week? Now we get asked this very often at base, usually from people that first start training with us and aren't quite sure how to schedule their training or how often they should be coming. There's a few things to consider here. One is how do you define training? Is that coming in and working out really hard? Would going for a walk or a light jog or a swim be defined as training? Now we would really recommend some kind of exercise or movement every day. That's gonna be good for you. Do you wanna be training 100% every day? No, probably not, but some kind of movement will be useful. Whether that's walking to work, whether that's going for a swim or a cycle ride, even playing with your kids, Our bodies are designed to move, so we'd recommend not just sitting down all day long. For best results, a good starting point is three to four times per week. But if you can only train one to two times, and by training now, I mean properly coming in and doing a full session where you're pushing yourself hard, you're lifting heavy weights, you're putting yourself outside your comfort zone. One to two times a week of doing this is going to be a lot better than doing nothing at all. So don't beat yourself up if you can't carve out enough time or if you're just not feeling motivated at the moment to come three to four times a week. We recommend for people starting out, if they can come twice per week, start to get some momentum, start to enjoy it, and then they can push it up to three, four times a week to really get those optimal best results. Ultimately, if you feel good, then you can train more regularly, especially if you mix up your training styles and your intensity. There really is no reason that you can't train every day ultimately listen to your body and you can also check things such as resting heart rate if your resting heart rate is elevated that is a sign that maybe you need to take it back a step for a day or two 
other factors come into play when you're looking at your optimal amount of training sessions per week. Age comes into it. Of course, if you're in your physical prime in your early 20s, you can probably train hard more often than a 40 or 50 year old. Genetics come into play as well. If you look at some of these CrossFit athletes, they were just born to train hard every day. That doesn't mean that you can necessarily do that. So in summary, for best results, aim for a minimum of three full training sessions per week. That's just a good guide, but adjust as necessary depending on your schedule, depending on how you're feeling. But three good sessions a week is a good place to start. And again, I think it is worth mentioning one more time, don't just see it as how many training sessions you're doing, how much are you moving in your everyday life. That is going to be important as well. Question number four, the last one of the day, which are the best parks to go running in in Bangkok? Now, I live in central Bangkok. Our base locations are in central Bangkok, so it might be a little bit biased. If you live on the outskirts, you might be left out a little bit of this answer. Do send through your favorite place to go running in Bangkok. Personally, I like Benja Kitty Park, which is next to our sock BTS. It's about 1.8 kilometers around. It's a clean loop, so it's an easy circuit to run around. We have Benja Siri Park, which is next to Emporium. Little bit smaller, it's about 750 meters all the way around. It does get quite crowded. There's a few drains in there that don't smell great. You have to sort of run around people a little bit, but it's very well located in Bangkok. Lumpini Park is a great one. That's about 2.54 kilometers all the way around, I believe. So if you want to practice your 5K time, that would be two laps roughly. Your 10K time would be four laps. I used to run in Chattachak Park up at Mortchamp, which is a good spot as well. And there is a famous loop that you can do, which is one round of Asok Park, Benjakiti. Then you can take a trail all the way through to Lumpini. And there's some bridges to go across, which are quite fun. Do one lap of Lumpini run back to Asok, Benjakiti, and do another lap, and that is pretty much 10 kilometers. So probably the most varied run that you can do in central Bangkok if you're going to hit 10K without just doing laps and laps around a park. So this loop is quite well known. Do give it a go, especially if you're going for your 10K time. I have actually written a blog post for my old blog, bangkokfitness.com. So if you just search on Google, Bangkok Fitness Parks. It does come up on the first page. That was my old blog when I first got into the fitness industry 10 years ago. Perhaps we will update that and do a blog post on basebangkok.com. So summary, best parks to go running in in central Bangkok. We have Benjakiti next to our Sok BTS. Benjusiri next to Prom Pong or next to Emporium. Lumpini Park is a very famous one. Very nice to go running there in the morning. Chattachak Park or you can check out my old blog post. That is it guys. I hope you enjoyed our first base member questions and answers session. Do feel free to send through your questions to team at basebangkok.com or you can send us a DM on our Instagram page, Base Bangkok. That wraps up today's podcast, guys. We look forward to seeing more of your questions. We will be doing another Q&A session very soon. Have a great week building your strongest Bangkok life and we'll see you guys soon.